and welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan, and I'm here with Liam. You're back. Good on you. <laughs> you're back, Dylan. <laughs> are we are we recording or are we still plugged out, Dylan? Oh, this is a re-record. That's my bad. Been 10 minutes of our time. Thanks, Dylan. Are we yeah. actually starting again? Yeah, we have, we have, the other thing didn't record. <laughs> and we're joined with our uh, second guest, current uh, Swan Districts League Ruckman and former Collingwood Magpie, Corey Gold. How are we going, mate? Uh, thanks for having me, boys. Going well. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I've got him in and I've stitched him up with an extra yeah, five minutes. Absolutely. Goldie's oh, time is of the essence, Dylan. <laughs> All right. Fucking kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a review that I was going to read, but that was from Kobe just pumping himself up, so I'm not reading that anymore. Yeah, I don't want to hear it again. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, Jake Newich sends through and says that his superpower would be uh, wanting to re- access people's phones with his uh, mind. Oh. What, what are our thoughts on that? Yeah, Dill, it's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> I, starting this over, that is such Jake Newich if I've ever seen it in my life. Yeah. Like, to think Jake would want to do that to anyone's mobile. It's Jake all over, Oh, it's Jake all over, isn't it? It's seriously creepy, but... Hey, Jake being Jake. Galty. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've played a bit of footy with Jake. Is that something that you'd expect from yes, him? Yes, definitely. Yeah, he's a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> Jake would love that too. He would. Well. All right, our first question comes from uh, Kobe's dad, Chris Crispy on Instagram. I think that's what he's called. Uh, Crispy Chips, yeah, boy. If you're going <laughs> to shout him out, you may as well give him his full name. Kobe has had about... What, he got here about 10 minutes ago? I reckon, he, yeah, he's still over the limit. I, I, I agree. 20 minutes ago, because we've re- re-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was four minutes. Give me a break. All right, uh, Liam is sitting so far away, and we're sharing a mic. Kobe's dad says, best <laughs> AFL team for each decade. Last three decades. Liam, no bandwagon shit. Okay, so, as I said five minutes ago... Um, <laughs> it would have been three minutes ago. Hawthorne, Hawthorne in 2010s. Brisbane for the 2000s, Eagles in the 90s, and then Cobber said... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 I'll do my own, thank you. Cobber said North Melbourne as well, and I was like, yeah, okay, I agree with that. <laughs> and then Goldie was like, yeah, no, nah, 100%, so now we can move on. <laughs> I feel like there is going to be a war coming at the end of this episode. We're going to have Big Dill, right, who has a mohawk currently. Get the gloves out. He's going to get the gloves out and attack Kobe. <laughs> He's still I'd, going I'd, over. I'd beat the absolute shit out of him too. Like, it wouldn't even be fair. So we'll quickly go around. Goldie, <laughs> all your three teams... Yeah, I agreed. So, Brisbane, uh, Hawthorne, and then I like the Essendon teams of the early early noughties. Yep. Yep. You agree, Liam? Yeah, I'll put Richmond in. Call me a bandwagon. That's that's going to make Dad really happy. Oh, he knows where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get into some Instagram responses. Uh, Jason Pellicciotti says, Clippers, Lakers, Bucks, or other for the championship? So say that again. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Clippers, Lakers, Bucks, or other for the Not the Lakers. Weakest team in the league. Uh, Clippers for me. What did you say midweek? What, I'm going to change say? my team. <laughs> oh, I just Andrew. hate them. You just Why? Why do you hate them? They're your team, mate. D- Davis is probably very soft. Yeah. And when did you realise that? Yeah. <clears throat> just now. And then I just hate LeBron now. Oh, I just sh- don't like him. Yeah. So, so if you're going to jump off the Lakers. I'll go to like an under 500 team. Oh, Put it that him. way. Deal hit him. Him. No, Jump the so table, shit. bro. So um, I'm Clippers for the ship. Yep, I'm. You know, I'm big on the Celtics. I just got a gut feeling. So you're in the other. You reckon? Yeah, Celtics? they I, smoked I, Toronto yesterday. I have a feeling that Brad Stevens is going to deliver on the whole. I think that's, that's as bad as um, Charles Barkley saying that the Portland are going to the finals. You said last week that Jason Tatum can't play basketball okay, because nah, he had right. one bad game. All right, let let me just. I was high on emotion there. Shock. Ta- Shock. Tatum is a good player. And Next he- game he had 34. And he and then the game after that, nothing else. But anyway, you- oi, sit back and drink your two his extra dry. Let me speak. <laughs> um, he will be a great player for years. He will go down as a great player, but he was a bit overhyped for a bit there. And if you don't take Luka Don- Doncic 10 out of 10 oh. times over him, you, you don't know basketball. Your mouth. So, Corey, Corey, are you a basketball fan yourself? I am, yes. I do like my basketball. So, who's your team? Just for now, the you're not going to be happy about this, um. but I'm a, I'm a LeBron man. Okay. Yep, not Liam. So, Grow up, no, mate. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, so, so Lakers. Yeah, I'm yeah. a Lakers. Um, but I like my Portland Trailblazers Trail as well. So, um, back in, well, how many years ago was it now? I was a big Brandon Roy fan. Ooh, yes. So yes. I love got on early. Got on early. Liam wouldn't know who that is. He wouldn't know who that is. <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> Dylan wouldn't know who that is. Yeah, they both were. He played basketball. <laughs> a- ACL club. Yeah, yeah. could yeah, have been yeah. anything. That's why. So you reckon Portland 
Are you going to go there? Well, I'm, I'm going for the Lakers, mm. but I'd love to see Portland yep. do a bit of damage as well. Yeah, that, I don't mind that one. But if you had to pick a player, Jason Tatum or Luka Doncic, who would you pick? Oh, the Donch. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. And that's why Corey's on the podcast, because Dylan just, you know, bribed him. <laughs> that's I pick, right. I pick yeah. You have to say Luka is the best in everything you say. I pick my favourites. The whole, the whole time on prac, yep. he was just next to me. Luka Doncic, yeah. the Mavs. You know. So Dylan is going to have a, his first relief. I think it is up at Eastern Hills, correct? Yeah. Yep. Corey, do you think Dylan will rock in with a Luka Doncic jersey to his first day on campus? <laughs> Actually, well, he's going to get he's going to rock in with his uh, birthday present, isn't he? Or the end of prac present? Oh, yeah. What was that? What was that jumper? Oh, or that jersey. Was, that was the Who's Maxi Cleaver jersey. Oh, that's oh. so shit. He Maxi- liked it. Maxi- I couldn't believe it. He's oh, like wow. a winner. <laughs> Kobe. Because no one else has ever tagged him in anything. He's like, oh, I know who that is. Do you know. even know who that is, you casual, over there? Oh, Maxi Kleber. Yeah. No, for those that no, don't know, Maxi Kleber is a power forward for the Dallas Mavericks and Underrated. literally plays about five minutes a game. He's the version, he's European. He's the version of Will Setterfield in Carlton. No one knows who he is. So for those that don't know basketball, no one would know who Why Maxi is. Why is this now podcast about me? I think it's just a bit of friction between one side of the table and the other here. And I think I support chaos. I don't know about everyone else here. Because we hate you, Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. You can find a new host. Anyway, let's go. Jackal says, what can supporters expect from Fremantle next? I'm going to say a loss tomorrow. Hey, no, we're going to be Hawthorne. No, you're not. You can expect a lot of pressure off the the pressure scale again. JL's going to get into the boys. Tab's going to kick five again. Liam Henry's going to come into a week, in a week and we're going to play finals. So you want the perfect game? Yeah, again. In the wet? No, actually, it's in the wet. We're going to kick one goal again. You're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, in the wet, you're in trouble. Um, I'm just going to have a quick look at sports bet, see what the odds are. Even game. Freo paying two bucks and Hawthorne $1.80. That's a steal for Hawthorne. It was Hawthorne. $1.90, a $1.90. I'm going to back Ben McAvoy to keep uh, tabs to nothing, mate. Yep. Big boy goes... <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. What an experiment that's been. Though. But like, so answering the question, define next. Are we talking for the rest of the season, or are we talking, say, next couple of years? No, or? we spoke about. We spoke about. This we last spoke week about though. their next couple of years last week. So we'll just go this season. What what to expect for the rest of so the what season? Well, they've won. They've won on, on last week. Yeah. Um, I said I didn't care about them. Um, one yep. win against Collingwood. Um, number one fan. <laughs> All over. Number one ticket holder. All over them again. So, how many games they won? Two. Two games? No, they've won like Three? four. Yeah. Three, I think. Three? Three okay. or four. So, how many more wins do you expect for the rest of the season? Uh, number one ticket holder, Kobe? Uh, what's left? Eight games? About that, yep. If we can get three wins. Three wins? Yeah. Okay. Deal with that. Finish with six. Goalty, you reckon that was realistic? Uh, yeah, I think they'll be competitive. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't think they're doing too much damage. Yep. A win against, or a couple of wins against whoever they got. Doing a bit of damage in the top eight would be nice, but yeah, yeah, big but, test against. Wolf well, because that's the thing they've they've already beaten Adelaide. They've lost the Gold Coast. I don't think they've played Melbourne yet. They, rock, they, they got Ca- North Carlton Melbourne. next week. They got Carlton, so yeah. winnable game as well. How's, yeah. how's how's Melbourne still favourite tomorrow against North Melbourne? No, North no Melbourne. Dawn. That's at two dollars jump. That's your easiest bet of the week. No, on North Melbourne. Yeah. No, 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 no Gorn or Viney. Gus Brayshaw is going to come back. <laughs> Gus, gosh. Have 45 yeah, they've, in the they've rested a few, Melbourne. Yeah. So yeah, Viney yeah. out. The old managed. Mm. Viney got concussion, apparently. I think Dill's going to give Kobe a concussion soon, but hey, we'll keep it going. <laughs> no, I'm cool with Copes. He's shut up, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Next one. Uh, next one comes from Josh Williams. Uh, <laughs> any any underrated AFL players that he wants to know of? Any, anybody got any ones that are underrated? You underrated? Yeah. I'm going to have to do a bit of study on this one. Um, underrated. Any off the top of your head? Uh, well, I'm going to have to go one of my boys, uh, Jack Crisp. Okay. Hey, yeah. Crispy. Yeah, yeah. Fair bit going on for that hair as well. Yeah, there is a bit going on. Played yeah. in the midfield last week, didn't he? Yeah. yeah that was a bit of a weird one. Yeah. Hurt, hurt my fantasy side, but yeah. he's all right. Painful. He's a gun. Good last name. Very good last That's name. That's why he's gone. Long lost cousins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't really... Yeah, I don't know. Um, Clayton Oliver? Mm. Needs to kick more, mate. Yeah. He's good against Adelaide. Uh, yeah. Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll give some for the fans. I'm reckon, I reckon Warple is going to be a serious, serious football Brad Shepard. Uh, Luke he's, Ryan? He's 30, mate. 
Still a jet. You'd still be underrated. Yeah, Luke Ryan. Yeah, you're right. Luke Ryan. Yeah. Not yet. I want to see him with Hamling and Pierce back. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Golty. Is there anyone in the current waffle sphere that you think deserves or could be pretty handy if giving another AFL chance? Oh, Any off the top of your head? I know Ben Sokol has been one that's been... Raised a fair bit. Anyone else? Yeah. Um, there's a few out there. I think yeah. Joe Bolton from Claremont, he's got the attributes, but obviously yeah. there's something there that the recruiters don't yeah, like. Yeah, don't yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Poor Joe. Um, yeah. There's a heap out there, but obviously there's something that they don't quite have that, yeah, yeah they, they haven't they been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, so do you reckon um, Big Cam Ukes? Who's now um, <laughs> is now battling away, being dropped from the reserves at uh, Swan Districts in controversial fashion, from his words. Yeah, uh, the, the old think, swipe right. Yeah, the old, yeah. <laughs> he's uh, calling himself a 26-year-old project. Um, yeah. Do you think if he <laughs> if he hit the big time, he'd be uh, at the difference? Oh, I called it at the start of the year. He was going to get some league games, but he's just oh. So, so you're trying to say he's declined? Over yeah. The oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Some, I, sometimes it's the it's the catalyst to to go yeah. go further. So I love that. Yeah, who knows what's in store for Big Uke? Big Uke, few, I love that. Few weeks in the twos, <laughs> out of the team, and then all of a sudden, it's like Michael Walters in that uh, whatever year that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came now. from nowhere. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call him Sun Sun. Yep. Uke's his new nickname, Sun Sun. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> love it. All right, what have we got next? All right, Good. and that was the People's Voice. So remember oh, to, remember to send in your. Uh, Questions and reviews over the week, and we'll read them out um, today. Absolutely. Okay, so... Dad, good question. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to hone in on Corey a bit here. Let's, let's find out a bit about him for the viewers that don't know. So, you're a local boy, obviously. Um, where did you play, like, your juniors, and then before you got drafted, where you were at Swans as well? Yeah, yep. so, um, so initially from a small country town called Brookton. So, grew up primary school, um, played for Brookton Pingley Panthers. Um, when I got to yeah, up, up the Panthers, um, yeah, and then went to sporting school up at Mazenod. So played my junior footy down at Mazenod oh, Junior Footy Mazenod. Club. Mazenod, <laughs> good improving goal team. I'm not liking where this is heading. Yeah, yeah, um, and then yeah, so finished up my I guess my local footy days at Mazenod. Went down to Swans. Um, started off in the Colts. Was in and out of the team in my first year. So I played a bit of footy up at Kalamunda Footy Club as well. Um, and then my second year Colts ended up playing a bit of footy and a bit of better footy. Played a few Re- Reggie's games and then ended up getting a league gig at the end of the year and got picked up to the Pies. So, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's the junior footy in the n- nutshell. Yeah, nice. Just quietly, how about the decline from Kalamunda? Oh. The Cougs. Are they C's now? Oh, they're, they're going to be low C's soon. Are they bottom of C1? Yeah, I think so. Oh, no. Oh. They were A's two years ago. Oh, yep. yes. Yep. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that. So, um, you were drafted in 2011, debut in 2014. What were those first few years like for you? Were you on the fringe or yeah. you just, you know, chugging so, away? Well, the first few years, it was quite quite interesting. Um, it was kind of the transition. So, my first year was Bucks' first year. Okay. So, it was the transition from Mick Moldhouse's philosophy and then Bucks' philosophy, which was quite different. Yep. So Mick Moldhouse, he kind of, you know, winning the premierships, being in finals every year. You had your boys, your Darren Jollies, your Chris Tarrants, Didax, those kind of guys. They could run their own show. Yep. So um, Bucks has come in and he goes, look, boys, this is my way or the highway. The older boys didn't quite like it. Okay. Um, Ooh, so like, like I vivid, vividly remember in my first year, he'd come in... For, come in at, <laughs> Come in off the track, you'd have your weights, your weight session up on the board, and you'd work through your weights. And then once you'd done your weights, you'd come in and have lunch. Anyway, I remember you'd have young boys all doing their thing in the gym, and you'd get your Alan Didax or Chris Terrence. They'd do one lap around the gym, um, around the gym, a few <laughs> bicep curls in for lunch. <laughs> Terrence loves the bicep. That, is, that is the Rat Pack. Yep. Yeah, yeah, love that insight. That's so cool. um, yeah, just just the uh. I guess, and, and it was hard for Bucks because he was kind of trying to put his own stamp on it, but probably 90% of the team were used to mix yep. Yep. philosophies and, and ways. So that's why it was probably those kind of lean years early on because Bucks was trying to override yeah. okay. what Mick, Mick had put in place. Yeah. Did you, 
Were you a fan of the of the Bucks philosophy originally? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I rate him highly as a coach. Yeah. Um, I had I didn't have anything to do with Mick. Yeah. Um, I think with Mick, if you weren't one of his boys, you're you're on the outer pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah okay. So you know, and there's like weird things like um, you know, he, he's one of his boys was Dale Thomas, mm, and like yep. one of the biggest larrikins, one yep. of the biggest lads. Yet it was Mick Moldhouse's boy. So yeah, yeah, little little funny things like that. Whereas Bucks, I felt like treated everyone quite similar. Yep. Um, if you put in the effort, if you put in the work, you'd get rewarded. Yep. Um, so yeah, no, I, I was pretty. It was pretty good um, with Bucks. Don't yep. mind that. Um, so obviously debut in 2011. Do you remember much about your debut? Debut. Yep. Or debut 2014. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind. So I kind of so at the start of the year, um, I was just kind of trying to keep my spot on the list, um, and then I think it was round three or four. I think it was the Anzac Day weekend actually, and I was playing in the VFL, and it broke my collarbone. And so it was my last year, last contract, yep. broke my collarbone out for seven weeks. And I was like, yeah, that's me done. I'm yep. mm. delisted anyway. So worked my way back, um, played a few VFL games and then ended up playing a bit of good footy. Yep. Um, was in emergency for a few weeks and we played a game up in Bendigo on a Friday night um, in the VFL and I was one of the emergencies, one of the... The other emergencies, one came down with food poisoning, one had done his hammy. So it's they like go, inside job, you're trying to say. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I had a couple of snipers in the stands yeah. just sitting there. Um, and so they go, Golty, you need to come back to Melbourne as quick as, as you can. So on the bus, um, and then flew straight up to Sydney to play GWS um, as an emergency. So I could have made my debut against GWS with playing a full game the night before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, then the next week, luckily enough, someone else must have gone out and then made my debut in the last game of the season. So yep. yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind, um, but probably one of the best moments of my life. Yeah, for um, sure. So yeah, no, it was awesome. I had a look at the stats as well. You kicked two on your debut. Yeah. Were you a yeah. part of the first kick, first goal club? I wasn't. Oh, oh bugger. Nah, Damn, nah. bugger. That's an elusive club, that yeah. one. Well, I'm actually part of a better club. Yeah, yeah. First kick out in the full. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm joined apparently with Peter Dacos. Oh, that's, so, that's, a, that's a club. It's illustrious, isn't it? That's a good place Corey to be. Gold, 50 feet of shit, and then Dacos. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who'd you play first game against? Uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne, so. So you rucked against Big Boy? Well, I was up, I played on forward, so I, um, I was changing the ruck. So I was on Josh Gibson, who gave me an absolute bath. <laughs> <laughs> and then rucking against, um, oh, who was it? David Hale. Oh, so, yeah. That's old school, isn't Frankenstein it? Frankenstein himself. Yeah, the big, the big ruck dog. Did you uh, get any verbal altercations yeah, in that game? Yeah, so first kick out in the full. Um, Josh Gibson was absolutely giving it to me. But so Hawthorne got the free kick, kicked it outside 50. Yeah. We got a free kick, high free kick or whatever. Ball comes back in. I'm sitting there by myself all alone. <laughs> Falls in my hands. Thanks very much. Go back, slot it. Yeah, I laugh and give out taste it, mate. Yeah, Boys that's get it. Around you? Yeah, 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 it's yeah, great. Good. Um, and then my second goal was, I think, it was the next quarter. The ball spilled from a pack. I didn't fly. Yep. Um, you know, just coming hey, forward. Yeah. Just playing my role. Okay, coming. <laughs> that's right. Uh, poke it through on my left. Never done it before in my life. Uh, and just rolls through. Um, Luke Ball playing his last game was there. I probably should have picked up. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've kicked it. And he's just about to spray me, but it's rolled it through for a goal, and so it's happy days. But oh, I was ready for a big spray from oh, my ball so there. I, I sense a bit of tension between the goat ball relationship. Dylan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right, so moving uh, moving on. So Swans um, on three this year, probably not the best start you'd hope for. But like, what are the positives that you can take out of it so far? You've been competitive in a couple, so what can you take out? of Yeah, it? well, we've kind of been whacked a bit with the uh, with the fixture, so. West, yep. West Perth into Subi, no, oh, sorry, into Claremont, into Subi, and then we got South Rio who just beat Subi on the weekend, next weekend, so wow. um, yeah, it's been a bit of a tough start, probably should have got over the line against West Perth, but like you said, we've been competitive, which is good, we kind of just need to put those competitive efforts into, into Ws, so I think we've got a really good core of good waffle footballers, mm-hmm. there's just a little bit of a disconnect between 
probably the the guys coming through and then the older guys that have been there and done that. So if we can get those younger boys coming through and playing yep. good league footy as early as we can, I think then we'll be brighter signs ahead. Yeah, good, really good. good. So your your footy, you had a bit of a sore back. How's that going? Carrying the team. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, you're obviously <laughs> playing ruck. Yeah. And yeah. What was that, like 50 hit-outs the other week? That's a big day. It's all hands. got calluses on his hands. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, so yeah, a bit of carrying a bit of a back injury, but um, just something to manage going forward. So I don't think I'll miss any games, yeah. but just um, get up for each game and don't do too much during the week. So yeah. a bit like you, Dill. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. Dill <laughs> came off with an apparent hamstring injury and had his quad taped up. So I'm not too sure. Exactly the thing is, I don't do much during the week and then refuse to play on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to go into a few few questions here. Um, best sledge you've heard. So it can either be from a teammate or from an opposing player to you. Yeah. What's what Coach's have you got? spray. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Oh like no, that. that's coming up. Oh, there's another coming one. Up. Okay, yep. I'll go with players for now. Yep. So I got a got a um, couple of good ones. So. Um, ben Hub- Hudson retired oh. from Brisbane. <laughs> Great for you. Yeah, so retired. Didn't think he was playing footy again. Got offered a coaching gig at Collingwood. <laughs> anyway, um, did the paperwork and realised, oh, it's not a coaching gig, it's a playing gig. Anyway, so he's played. He's come and played a few VFL games down at Col- Collingwood. <laughs> Um, but the best sledger you've ever seen. That's great. So there's hundreds I could could reel off. Um, but there was a good one. So the, I find the best ones are the sharpest ones. Yep. Anyway, so we're versing, um, I think it's Essendon's VFL. Yep. Um, and they've got a player running around, Matthew Bate. Yep, yep just, Matthew Bate. Matthew yep. Bate. Oh, left footer, ranger for Melbourne. Yep. That's the one. Anyway, so they're going at it all day, all game. And uh, Hutto's had enough. <laughs> anyway, so he's been been delisted from Melbourne. Okay, yep. so Hutto turns around. And they, have they been going at it all day? Mm. The book of all sledges, they've been handed and uh, turns around and he goes, Beatty, you got delisted from Melbourne. End of story. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so this is, yeah, it would have been, you know, the 2012 season, whatever it might have been. And he shut up, didn't say a word after that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best or funniest pre-game Reva. You know, oh. so you always get the couple. I love it when it's not the captain. So the non-captain has to come in and just deliver this absolute <laughs> stellar rev up. And half the time they just go to shit. So what's the best one? Um, oh, that's, that's a hard one. Yeah. Um, Georgie Hampson, he loves to step in there and say a bit of a rev up yeah. rather than rather than Tony or Riggs. So um, yeah, probably not too many memorable ones, but he loves to step in there and just take over with the with the pre-game rev ups. Yep. Um, yep. Jesse Turner, he loves to. A good uh, basketball quote every now and then oh, in the pre game rev up. So, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> gotta love that. Yeah. yeah he probably has them in his notes pre game. Just scroll through which one I'm gonna use today. Yeah. Thinking about yeah. it all night. Yeah. <laughs> have From- you had just a quick one, Corey? Did you have any uh, one in, I guess, post match review that you've just been pointed out and singled out? Yeah, well, a really um, bad one. I was playing VFL um, against the Northern Blues and I've been put down back. Okay, so not, not my specialty. Ooh, not and when, I'm, when I do play back, I'm more of the, you know, come across. But Jeremy McGovern, you know, yeah, take yeah, the good, yeah. Don't do a lot of defending. Speak. Remember that. We've got Remember a big that. topic. <laughs> yeah, we will. We do. Yep. We, um, so, you know, coming across, taking the marks. I'm not really a lockdown hard defender. No dilly over here. No, that's right. So Defends like Liam McPherson. The coach has given me a task. He's um, to play on a lead up forward and just don't give him anything. Yep. So... Must have been the start of the game, and I've given him three just lead ups. <laughs> Pick up leads, yeah. yeah, yeah, lead ups, and he's real confident in this player. <laughs> anyway, so it must have been the second quarter, and we've come in at half time, and we I think we're doing doing okay, but I'm I'm worried something's coming. <laughs> for me. Anyway, so the coach has gone through the back six, and he's just reeled off all the players. He's like, so and so, yep, keep it up, doing well, and just pumping up the whole back six. Yep, <laughs> and he's got to me, and he goes, oh yeah. Fucking finger out, Galty. <laughs> <laughs> because cause he's a quite a calm coach yeah. and he's just pumped up with the, the, the back five. Yeah. Um, and then he's got to me and I've just, I'll shout myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did you respond? Um, I think I got put down forward, so <laughs> not really. Not really? <laughs> In the forward pocket, just stay out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Let me up the cage. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's the tactic. If you don't want to play in a position, you play really bad in it. And then you get put where you want to put. Why yeah. hasn't Liam been put forward then? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
I only kicked one goal. <laughs> kicked one he yesterday. actually kicked a riffer yesterday. Absolutely. That was great. And our last one, and this is I'm excited for this one. What's the best coaching spray you've you've heard, or if you've got a couple that come to mind? Ah, uh, Pickers gives a good one, so yeah, I expect got, something here. Oh, uh, there was actually a good one from um, a few years ago. Our team manager, Phil Smart. <laughs> He's funny. In. So um, we come coming off a off a bad loss, and Pickers given it to us and he's given it to us pretty well lately so anyway we're all sitting there and smarty comes in and he goes you know what boys tear up your playing contracts i'm not paying any one of you this week <laughs> <laughs> and smarty hardly ever says a word but he said that and we're just like yeah smarty must be angry <laughs> <laughs> shit better walk up next week yeah. uh, but yeah no, there's been plenty yeah. um, too many to say i reckon that's good all right yeah. sweet mate so that's uh That'll do us for that. Thanks, thanks for joining us. He's obviously going to stick around now and answer a few of yeah, the uh, absolutely join few you. of the topics. Yeah, so we're, our first one we're going to go for. Um, so Hold on, before you go, Dill, I've got a oh, I've got a few yeah, few questions for you. Oh, oh I like yeah. this. I like okay. this. Here we go. So so Dill, for those that don't know, Dill came and did his prac, his last prac um, up at Eastern Hills with us. Okay. Killed it, by the way, just quietly. One one of the favourites. One of the favourites. Um, so the first one is. Uh, one I'll of the teachers. This. One of the teachers bought a big bag of mandarins. Yep. Um, what do you think? How many mandarins do you reckon you ate a day? Oh, I absolutely <laughs> killed the mandarins. That was well. No, nobody was eating them, and I was like, you know what? It's fruit. Let's do it. Yeah. At least I didn't get into the boxes of chocolate like Scotty did. Like, jeez. <laughs> oh, big deal. Loves a mandarin. I love a mandarin. That's, <laughs> That's <it>. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what and he loves the other thing. He loves doing. Is he likes to pick up the little slice, pull it up to the wall, <laughs> and then eat it. That's great. Yeah. That is great. I'm not. Sh- I'm not you sure what you're looking at. Seeds. I'm looking yeah, for the seeds. He's looking for the seeds. I, I hate seeds. That's one like olives. Nah, not for me because you have to pick it out, spit it out. Look for the seed. If it's in there, down, not down the hatch. I, I get can it just out. imagine you as well. Like when you're locked in, like you can't get through to Dylan at all. So I can imagine you just looking at this pip and someone having a conversation with you and you just being completely zoned out. Oh, that, going, that's yeah, exactly that's what it so was. Deal. He was on autopilot. I was yeah. having a conversation <laughs> with him. <laughs> Where gross. are the seeds? Yeah. That's great. Um, now, a bit of input from you boys. Yep. What are your thoughts on a thirds slash resis player? Re- Come on, mate. Resis. Sorry. Yep. Um, with long sleeves as a full back. Cody what, Stark. With please. number 53. Yes, <laughs> with the heavy number. On a 30-degree day. <laughs> and then complains about getting sledged by the fans up on the hill. <laughs> and genuinely asking the boys why they're doing this. I don't, I don't have a short sleeve 53, so I have to wear the long sleeve every Do you week. have to wear 53? Yes. I think we might put a photo up. We have a uh, couple of images of Dylan running around on the football field with this famous <laughs> long sleeve rolled up like Adam Uze, all right, Melbourne. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't go up the pipes. Doesn't doesn't, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And Dylan just wearing like, short shorts, socks down, waddling. Oh, they're short. <laughs> they're short shorts. It's not the a big waddle. Side. I love the waddle. The waddle. The, 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 a little wave to the crowd. Hello, guys. The swanny waddle. Oh my word! Now, Can last you just compare yourself with Dane Swan. Yep. Oh wow! <laughs> Keep going, Gold. Now, now the last one. Um, oh, glad so, it's only three. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think it must have been the second week of prac. Dill comes in and he's got. What have I done? He's got some kind of limp on him. Oh yes. <laughs> some. Yes. Anyway, Scotty Baker, head of yep. head of his head, who's about forty-two. Yep. Plays for the Valley, by the way. <laughs> Plays mm. for the Valley. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, he goes, Dill. Geez, what have you done, mate? Have you blown your knee out? And Dill goes, nah, I just did Thursday training. I'm pretty sore. <laughs> oh, my God. This was my first training session in, like, years. And I've just gone 0 to 100 too quick. The next day, I was yeah, just a bit sore, felt good. I was, you know, soreness is good. You put the limp on. And then the Thursday, I genuinely couldn't walk. Dylan, was, Dylan, you are piss weak. Oh, get out of here, I, I can, I can Soft just, as butter. The thing is about Dylan, so he would have been, like, pretty sore. But you've got to let people, you know, notice. People need to be noticed, all right? Dill needs to be noticed by all the kids, all the I, other I teachers. Couldn't, I couldn't walk. Have a look at me, boys. Have a look at me. I've got my limp on. Mr. Mason, Mr. Mason, <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> That's exactly oh, what sorry, I mate. Sympathy, sympathy. Sorry, mate, I just trained the thirds. And they go, you're piss weak, Dylan. Yeah. And you're we piss had weak, Mr. Mason. Scotty Baker going, yeah, you are piss weak, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. You're going to fail your prac for that. Might, <laughs> might transfer you over to the valley if you keep that yeah, up. Well, yeah, well, Scotty's going to be the one paying me on Tuesday. Scotty's joke. I love that. 
Um, yeah, so that's it, Dill. Right, but. thanks for that. That was that was good. Don't mind that. Dill's <laughs> Dill's beaming. A bit of recognition. Oh, a bit no. of me time. I'm flattered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually sad. No, all right. I love that. Let's move on. So we're going to go through first first little topic here. Uh, does low scoring mean less enjoyable footy? No. No. Yes. Oh, what? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, so you're trying to tell me? I'm sorry. Forty to twenty nine. Doesn't appeal to me, no, no, even no, if no, it's no. a tight game. Like, I just not, I'm not a fan of it. So, would you? Here's a question for you. Yep. Would you prefer mm-hmm. a fifty to fifth? So, fifty to fifty six game. Yep. All right. Or a hundred and twenty to a hundred game. Hundred and twenty to hundred. That's an absolute I. I disagree. No I like. I like the defensive struggle, the battle. No. To go in that, oh, there may be a goal and then there's no So goal. that Sydney versus Richmond game the other week, that was literally like 30 to 25. You enjoyed that? That was like two months ago. That's two months ago, Dil. Uh, there hasn't even been two, there hasn't even been eight games played, so it couldn't have been two months ago. But don't you like, didn't, don't you like the struggle? Like you look at the St Kilda Collingwood drawn grand final, that was low scoring and that was a struggle beyond all buggery. Eagles Sydney grand final? Yep. Yeah, mm. oh, you're sitting there just going. What was that, 54 to 58 yeah, or something? Yeah, doubt that. Yeah, mate, that's a grand final, mate. But, you're, good but this is where your logic's flawed, saying you want... So they say, what, the 89 grand final between Geelong and Hawthorne was, what, 140 to 110, and regarded as the, one of the best grand finals. Do you agree? Maybe. Oh, that is a very I good just game. Like, I just it was a very good game, but so much like, scoring. That might have been the wrong one to use in yeah, defence of your... It's my bad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, okay, like, I'm not... I'm really more honing in on those games that are like... That are, you know, 40 to 30, like, mate, there's been six goals kicked for the whole game. Like, how is this appealing? Like, it's, we kick goals to win footy, we kick six for the whole game, and that's the whole match. But I think the... We're now there for an hour and two hours. I think scoring gets, this is a bit silly to say, but outweighed in regards to entertainment. A good game is a good game, regardless of the score. Yeah. That makes sense. If it's like fifty to fifty-five or something, pretty close. But that's the thing. Like sometimes, that's sometimes the low scoring, I feel like, can actually, like, it shows that it has been a shit game. Like, it doesn't necessarily just mean it's been tight. Like, can like the skills have been off, the goal kicking's been shit. Like, I don't think it. I don't think a close game always leads to the better footy. Golty, you've played lots of games of football. Mm. Where do you sit on this? Um, I'm a bit on the fence. I'm I'm with you, Cobbers, where you like. The defensive, enthralling games, with with good ball movement, yep. maybe not translating to on the on the scoreboard. Yeah, they're they're great to watch, um, but the back and forth goals, yeah, and there's not too much going on throughout the game. Yep. Yeah, so I'm probably more leaning towards the uh, the the dire kind of mm. dour matches. Yeah. 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 What do you reckon, Cobe? I'm with Golty, 100. percent Is that a bit of bandwagon? There, Dylan, do you sense some Kobe? Just they're sitting, they're sitting really close. I think they're holding each other's, you know, so... <laughs> Hands, yeah. We're downhill skiing over here. <laughs> and um, we? I just want a close game. Yeah, close yeah. game. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair. I think, you know, no one likes to see 18 players behind the ball yeah. kind of thing. That so game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think um, if there's a bit of, I guess, uh, game, game plans going in rather than just putting... 18 blokes behind the ball. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want to say. There has been some genuinely terrible games this year, though. I'll give that to Dylan. 100%. There's been more bad games than good games. Yeah. So this 18 blokes behind the ball thing, this feels yeah. like you, you like to come up with ways to improve the game, Cobb. Mm. Would you ever consider that zones could be good for no, footy? No, no, no. I disagree completely. Oh, I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying, like, yeah. would you? Um, the only one I could see, like, I know in the Waffle Colts footy, you have to have, I think it's two blokes inside 50 at any ball up or anything like that. So it sort of lengthens out um, the field. So I don't mind something like that, but you lose I think the... you should have put 18 behind the ball yesterday, Cobb. Yeah, we should have yesterday. I, think. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I think you lose what footy's all about, the strategy and all that, if you make it too rigid. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. What about that. what about having a couple less on the field? Six so... to... I'm an advocate for it. Yeah, I'm or, for it. I'm massive for it. Um, you put less people on the ground, it's going to open the game up naturally. But I yep. know a lot of people were against that. Yep. Boys, where do we still on the floor on, on the I'm bench though? Yeah, so arguably what 15, 16. I feel yep. a bit like what, how junior footy do it at the moment. Yep. If they cut it down to sixteen, I'm fucked because I'm, <laughs> I'm usually the seventeenth or eighteenth. <laughs> I agree with it, the cutting the sides down. Yep, open up. I think you'll find that coaches will try and get. 
players behind the ball again, again yeah. but it's just going to be harder. Yeah. Like whether you leave a full forward holding their length, yeah. and then you go, you ping it back, and the full forward gets it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something that what coaches will have to weigh up. So you're suggesting that it could be the return of the stay-at-home. I think the big bear in the square. Yeah, the big bear. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. But I'm all for it. I reckon. So why not? But I know footy can be quite rigid in that regard. Either. (laughs) Sorry, Hatchie's just trying to call me. (laughs) (laughs) Locked your goal yesterday, Liam. I've been dropped to the twos. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So next, next little thing we're going to talk about here as well. So this, this caused a. Oh. Very big debate in one of our group chats. So this Maybe is what mad. I was talking about with Jeremy McGovern. So we're pretty much sitting here going, the intercept marker versus the key forward. Um, which is more... Crit- and it, it's a hard... Like, this is how the question was asked to me. It's hard to sort of answer sometimes because there's so much that goes into, you know, a team winning a premiership. But which one of those players is more critical to a uh, side's premiership hopes? And, like... Can either role be played without any like natural talent? This is just how it's been asked so to me. Can so. I go a bit more background on this? Yeah, go. You go background. I'm yep. going to call the man out who brought this up. You going to call um, him out? Yeah, Trent Davies. Um, Trent Davies suggested in our group chat that the intercept defender is overpaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, that anyone can play a Jeremy McGovern role. So pretty much suggesting that you can grab a spud off the street and he can just start catching footballs and eating hungry jacks for fun. Mm. That's delusional. That's just my thought anyway. Um, so Trent kept going on about it and <clears throat> in, indirectly was saying that Joel Hamling or Alex Pierce, no disrespect to either of those two gentlemen, could be Jeremy McGovern in, you know, the right system. I think Jeremy McGovern's, you know, pretty bloody good. Is he worth his, what, 800000 Whatever yes. it is? I think oh he is. God. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then some. The Kobe's, sadly, yes, he yeah. is. So, so where do we sit? Who's more valuable? Key oh, forward? I'm in the greens with the old TDs. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, man. Nah. <laughs> no, my God. Right, let's go. Go, please. Let's see your I, I think, like, probably a bit of bias here being, we'll have played. Um, done both, kick, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think as a key forward, you're, you're battling against your opponent, a bloke that's coming back, potentially the midfielder's dropping back into your space as well. Yep. Whereas, if you're a half smart, so you have to you have to have your wits about you as that drop off defender, but um, yeah, I think it's an can, easier role. Yeah, you can mark the ball if you know when to drop off. Well, yeah. then there's your seven eight marks a game. Yeah. Easy as that. So very good fantasy player. That sounds yeah, right. that's yeah. right. Yeah, the big yeah. fella's brought his brain. I'm in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe's just jumping on golf's bandwagon. <laughs> no, <here>. well, yeah. <laughs> No wonder why Gotti's got a sore back. Kobe's just all over <laughs> Um Key forward. You've yep. got to be a fucking good player to be a good key 100%. forward. But you can build a system around a drop-off player. Yeah, you can. What makes Gov so good is he doesn't lose one-on-ones. Like when he has to defend one-on-one, Trent would disagree he doesn't with lose. That. Trent, well, Trent has said that he's a horrible one-on-one defender, which I wouldn't say horrible. I'm pretty sure when the, when, when the Eagles won the Premiership, he won like 99%. So like, he yes. gave Mason Cox a bath. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did. Yeah. So the, the thing is as well, like I think, especially in the group chat that day, the overall thing was, are intercept defenders overpaid? And I just, I think that's a no. We, you know, people are probably tired of hearing us talk about it, but the Eagles, that goal that was kicked was because Jeremy McGovern zoned off while Schofield was one-on-one with whoever and took the intercept mark and it literally won us a flag. So... Are they overpaid? No. But when you talk about who's more critical, I don't honestly think I could give you an answer. If, you, I think if, you've, got, if you've got a drop-off defender who takes a mark and goes and turns offensive, pay him as much money as you want to give him. Yeah. Because they're, they're priceless. I think you could put a key forward and put him into that McGovern role pretty easily, whereas it, you go the other way, it'd be much harder for him. Backs are smart, mate. The back six the get the is, chicks for a reason. The thing is now, Dylan, you've you've you know got me handcuffed here because you've brought in the one guess that's done both roles. So I've got no ammunition against. <laughs> and Corey you can't here. just bake him; he's the guess. Yeah, absolutely. Got to you know, got to be nice to the I'm future. I've seen him regularly. <laughs> yeah, now. I know. Goldie's probably going to say that Cobbers boat doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> but that's a really good point. Yeah. I don't know if J.K. can go and play centre half back though. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a but good point. I think I've, like the next. Big key forwards, those King brothers. I think yeah. they're going to be superstars. Like they've got the makings of, yeah. like, 
you know, you want a key forward that crashes packs but also is athletic enough to take those grabs and kick a goal. Mm. I think they're, they're going to be the next big thing, those King brothers. Yeah, they're on they, so, they look good. So on that, who are you taking? If you had to only pick one, intercept, key defender or a key forward? Um, I think I'm going... I think I'm still going with the defender. Oh, I'm going key forward, mate. You've got to kick a goal. You've got to kick goals to win games. Yeah. No, 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 no. Covers done a 180 in 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> no, I'm saying if I had to pick one yep. to like start my team, I'm just picking a key forward to start with, if that makes sense. You've got to kick goals to win the game. You have, seen, you have literally said to me out of your mouth before that Jeremy McGovern... Is like one of your top players in the league, and you would be picking him. Restarting a team, you'd be picking him. I'm just hoping very I'm, high. Comes hoping, on the, comes hoping on the back foot here. You're hoping I forgot that, chat. Gov's, Gov's such a bad example to use. Josh Rogers come around the wicket too. I think that's a different, a uh, almost. A it's a different, different question. Different isn't it? question. Yeah, so thank Cole. Yeah, I like I think, Corey on this. I think, um, like, as a key defender. So your McGovern's, your Alex Rance when he was playing, those kind of guys, you knew what they were going to do every week yep. because they could almost run their own show. Whereas a key forward, you're going to have a bit of inconsistency because teams are going to do things against them that you can't, you can't impact. Yep. They're going to be fighting against two players at times. There's midfielders dropping back. So there's going to be inconsistencies. There's going to be inconsistencies with the way you move the ball yep. as well. Yep. So I think with a key defender... You know what you're going to get each week, yep. Yep. generally. Whereas a key forward, it could be a bit hit and miss with those. And when the with hit's that impact. hit, it's a massive hit. Yeah, you know? that's right. It's a good one. It is a great a one. Topic of conversation. Topic. I'd love to see how our audience get stuck into it and see what they reckon. Yeah, intercept, for sure. for intercept sure. defender or key forward. Yep. All right, so we're going to... This is a new topic. We've never spoke about this before yet. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about a bit of F1. So a bit of motorsport. Um, I'm going to have to... Give the hands to this one because I don't know anything about the Formula One. It's fair. Um, so just to the boys that know, Cobb, um, Liam, and Kobe, can you tell us? Golty, an F1 fan or not? Uh, no, okay. no. <laughs> so Gol- Golty will learn a bit here. So just tell us. So pretty much tell us what do the races mean? How many? Is it a season yep. for the people that don't know? Um, I've been told by many people as well that it's something really good to get around so yep. let the audience know what are they dealing with just before we start um dylan asked me i think during the week um can you please explain uh to our audience this week what f1 is and i said oh well, f1 dylan's where people sit in cars they've got four <laughs> wheels and they drive around a track and dylan goes oh really and i was like come on grow up dylan Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> liam i'll let you take this one liam go nuts so there's a season well it's been cut in half this year obviously because yeah, of covid there's what 20 races it can be very boring at it times. Can be. You have a great when, race. When there's, when, when Selling the fans yeah. real well. Yeah. Yeah. There's pretty bad crashes that cause severe. Unfortunately, yes. sometimes life. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty it's, dangerous. But Would you agree in saying that it's basically the Premier League of racing? If you're rich, you're going to win. Yeah. yeah. It Mercedes. is a bit forward like yeah. that. Mercedes have gone win, 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 win for the last six years. Yeah, even, even this year, Bottas. Boys, this is what I want. How do we win? Tell the people what's, what happens in a season. You can't. You beat Lewis Hamilton. So each, you so have each, to take him out. <laughs> so, bit of context. So, there's 20 races, uh, 20 um, drivers in each race. Uh, the higher you finish, the more points you get. And over the season, you accumulate a certain number of points, depending bonus on where point, you finish. Bonus point for a quickest yep, lap. Yeah, if you get quickest lap. So, if you get first place, uh, I think you get... 25. 25 points. Second place, how many? 12 or something. 12 or something yeah. like that. So, the high... 18, end, I think. Only if you finish in the top 10, you accumulate points. So... Um, over the season, um, you'll have a drivers' championship, and for the last six years, Lewis Hamilton, who has arguably had the mo- the richest team and the fastest car, yeah. um, has been winning. So it's pretty boring in that sense. But I think everyone's just waiting for when Hamilton falls off. He hasn't signed a contract with Mercedes for next year, so everyone's sort of seeing these. He will. He, oh, of course he will. But there's. New drivers coming in, Verstappen, who's, I think, 21, who rides for Red Bull. Lando Norris, your man. The Don. Uh, your man, Liam. My uh, boy, Charles Leclerc. Yeah, Charles Leclerc from Ferrari. Yeah. Daniel Ricciardo, WA boys, driving for McLaren next, uh, next year. year. Next year. Currently with Renault, the basket case, yellow organisation. So, yeah, so why has he chopped and changed from Red Bull to Renault to McLaren? He was, he was going to be the number one man in Red Bull. Yeah, so, so the big one, like, big one was Verstappen they, came and Verstappen came and they they don't release their contracts in F1 like they do in the NBA or anything like that. But rumor had it that Verstappen was uh, very close to Hamilton in regards to being paid. Verstappen is very good though. Verstappen's yeah. unbelievable, um, and Ricardo wanted that number one seat. Went to Renault, want like to see what their 
trajectory was looking. Renault are just shit. And they've been horrible. Like, they can't even finish really a race. Yeah, yeah, when McLaren... So you have Mercedes is all by themselves. Then you have probably Ferrari closely... Oh, and Red Bull. gap behind. And then you have Red Bull. So they're the big three. And then it's like this logjam of... Um, McLaren's definitely the... If McLaren... Renault, like McLaren, Renault, who else is in there? Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo, <laughs> they're their shit too. That, uh, Toro, Rosso. Toro Rosso, they're half their shit this year too. But you have like a, a middle bunch and it was between McLaren or uh, Renault for that fourth spot and Ricardo thought it was going to be Renault but in fact it, was, it looks to be McLaren. So oh, it yep. will, I think it will be. Yep. Yep. So uh, Daniel is going to jump into the seat in orange next year. So... That'll be interesting. The guy. I think they've got the British, um, another tonight. British, yeah, tonight in 10 hours. Um, last race was fantastic. Liam, did you watch that race? Yeah, half the tyres blew out. Yeah, do you want to talk the, uh, our listeners through the last two laps, if you remember? Oh. Um, Unbelievable scenes. Well, ha- well, Hamilton was winning. We had like a 30-second gap. <clears throat> then, That's big in racing, And then he, what, his tyre blew out on the final lap, so to, yeah. and he just won, just Vers- got over the line. And Verstappen was third, didn't he? Did Bottas's tyre he, he go as well? He blew out and finished like 10th. The, yep. the start of Cars, when Lightning McQueen's <laughs> tyres blow out, that was the last lap. Oh, shit, you know. It was exactly the same. It was one of the most epic races to sort of finish. Because Verstappen pitted, didn't he? Yeah. Verstappen pitted on the second last lap. Um, he had a massive gap on fourth trying to get the bonus point for the fastest lap. Uh, figured out that, well, found out halfway through his pit that Bottas actually blew his tyre out. Yeah. So he's, oh, shit, let's hurry up. And then <laughs> final lap, Hamilton blew his tyre out. It was so unreal. It's pretty interesting. But, yeah, big race tonight. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that Lewis is going to win yet again. Yep. So yeah. it's a bit boring like that. What's he going to go, six in a row? Yep. Yeah, yep. he can win the championship tonight, can't he? I think. Lewis? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Wouldn't <laughs> surprise me, but... Yeah, it's pretty much F1. So if you haven't already, get stuck in. Commentary's fantastic. Big races. Yeah, jump on board. Is, yeah. he, the, is he the best ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're thinking about having that as possibly a start bench cut segment from a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I think we all disagreed. Lewis Hamilton and Schumacher. Um, where's mm-hmm. he at, by the way? Is he still in a coma? Or is he oh, out? No, oh. he's out. Oh, serious he's question. Out. He's out. Oh, I okay. think he's out. Yeah. But he's yeah. going to make a comeback, but... <laughs> Gee whiz, that's interesting. But yeah, you'd say Lewis. That fell away pretty quickly. Yep. <laughs> All right, so that was a pretty interesting uh, topic to go through. Make sure you tune into the F1s and tell us what you think. Yep. Um, so let's just go a little bit of NBA talk. So we're halfway through uh, the bubble matches, which are um, placing all the teams in their uh, correct spots. Um, we're just going to go through a little bit of uh, if the playoffs started today, who would get through the first round. Yep. I just think that's a bit of an interesting thing to cover. So at the moment, we've got Grizzlies and Portland fighting out for the eighth seed. Can we please And just Phoenix Or oh, Devin Booker Don't forget Phoenix Those Suns mate Aren't they 4-0 4-0 oh, no, no, no. in the bubble um, Yeah they beat the head this morning at the, at the moment though Portland are the ones That will play in the playing tournament Yep So we'll just say And can we just Wholeheartedly agree That Portland will Beat Memphis for that spot I, I hope zip. so yep. For, for Goldie's oh, sake They only, they only need to beat them Blazers. twice They only need to beat them twice Yep going to be an interesting little battle for that eighth spot. Yeah. All right, so let's just say Portland at the eighth seed. Let's go. Uh, Lakers versus Portland re- first round. What? Portland. Lakers are just oh, soft. Oh, God, Liam. They are soft as. Yeah. Hey, can we just speak about how Phoenix are undefeated in the bubble? Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Fucking yeah, hell. It's going <laughs> to amount to nothing, though, in the end. Oh, well, I, I, obviously, but still. Yeah, it's so, Liam. It's a good effort. So, Liam, you support the Lakers, and you're trying to tell me no, that LeBron James... No, LeBron James... Is going to allow his team to be knocked out in the first round. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> all Liam's giving us. Right, so no, I hate him. He may as well not be here again. So what? What are our predictions? I've got Lakers in five. Yeah, Goldie. Yeah, Lakers yeah. in five. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Kobe, anything different? Nah, nah, nah. I reckon Lakers in six. Dame will just turn okay. up. Yeah, that's so right. Lakers win. Lakers all right, win. Uh, round next uh, matchup: Clippers versus Mavs. Clippers um, in four. In four, yes. Yeah. So you're saying Jesus. your boy, your Dallas boys are going to get swept. Mate, Clippers are yes. so good. I was on Twitter. I was on Cl- Twitter Clippers yeah. in four and Dontich to do his knee. And Ooh, average, yeah, wow. an average 10 points a game. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was on, but that wouldn't happen I was on in Twitter. the playoffs. <laughs> I was on Twitter the other day and some bloke tried to say, he pretty much tried to like degrade the Mavs saying they'll get knocked out in the first round, but 15 of the other 17 teams would get knocked out by the Clippers in the first round, so it's not really an issue. If we win one game, I'd be happy, but otherwise, yeah. Clippers. Always a rebuttal, isn't it? Yeah. Clippers always a rebuttal. Always yeah. All right, Denver versus the Jazz would be the next matchup. I've got Denver in six. 
Denver in seven for me. I reckon it'll be Ooh, a tough friggin' one. game. I don't know. I don't know about uh, the Joker being skinny. Don't know. He's been all right. Yeah, I don't know. I like Fat Man Joker. Denver in five. Yep. Jazz have been awful. Goldie? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking a seven-game series. Oh, yeah, 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 I think the Jazz are always pretty competitive. Yep, I thought yeah. they were going to be no good with uh, what Rudy did, starting COVID in the oh, NBA, but yeah. hey, they've been all right. They've been okay. Yeah. But a bit of smack talk there, I want, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah big Rudy. <laughs> all right, and the next one, for the, the last one for the West, Houston versus OKC. I think Houston, Houston in five. Six. Yeah. Oklahoma City win. No. I want OKC it's, to win. I'd, I'd want them to win too, but they won't. Oklahoma win because the Houston Rockets are a basket case franchise. I'm OKC in seven. Yep, I like that. I think Chris Paul will just... That'll be an epic series. That's a yeah. series of the first round for me. You think about it. CP3 traded for Worth Brick. <laughs> and you got Harden who, you know, is going to get defended like all buggery. Yep. I reckon, I reckon the Thunder, mate. I know I'm a Thunder supporter, but geez, that'll be an epic series. Yeah, it'll be Absolutely. a great series. I reckon really Harden good. just goes off and gets through the first round. Stephen Adams actually figured out how to rebound after Westbrook left. So that's great. <laughs> True. All right, uh, last, uh, next one. So we're going to the East now. Bucks versus Magic. Bucks in four. Bucks in four. Yep, that's a pretty simple one. Don't Bucks in one, if Bucks possible. Bucks in four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Raptors versus the Nets. Raptors in four. Yep. Same. I feel bad. What I feel sh- bad for these top teams. conference. Giannis man. and, you know, Freddie Van Vliet. Sitting there going, we Pas- have to play this retard. Pascal. Pascal. Pascal, yeah, true. All right, here, oh, this would be a matchup and a half. Sorry, did anyone hear Ben Simmons potentially out for the semester yeah, year? Yeah, and rumours he may go to the Cavs. Yeah. What, what's he done? I didn't... I thought, knee? Knee? Yeah. Some sort. Mm. Why the Cavs? Why is he I know, so there was just I'll a package. There was, yeah, there was a package throw room. everything at him, apparently. But here's um, a bit... I want to go a bigger story on this. Yeah. So, Ben Simmons, rumoured to go to the Cavs. Where's the story come from? Has it come from Philly? Has it come from his agent? Has it come from the Cavs? It wouldn't have come from the Cavs. I reckon it's come from Philly. I think they're looking at this going, Embiid's been really good in the bubble. Ben's gone back to the power forward. He's just switched from point guard. Not working. I think Philly are getting rid of Ben. Maybe. We don't know. (laughs) Couldn't tell you. Yes, yeah. thanks for that cover. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh, but the matchup was Boston uh, versus Philly, and I think for this one, I'm going Boston in six. Boston in five. Yeah. This Boston. is without Ben, so Boston yeah. in six. Jason Tatum. Yeah, Boston in great six. Great player. Yep, great player. Boston in six. Yep. Yeah, you can't argue against that. And then uh, the Heat versus the somewhat say we called them irrelevant Pacers with TJ Ron TJ. another 39 piece on us. Um, if Butler plays, I've got Heat in seven. <sighs> Paces in five. Oh, jeez. We haven't had an upset yet. There's always one upset series. Paces in seven. Yeah, possibly. I'm going to go, yeah. I'm still seeing five. Kobe, what do you think? I, what? <laughs> <laughs> I missed all of that. Heat. I'm trying to find me fucking joke. <laughs> Heat, well, I haven't got bake, so. <laughs> Heat, Paces. Who are you taking? In what? Heat. Heat. Jimmy Ballahan. Goldie? Um, I'm a big Iggy, Iggy fan. Is he still at the Heat? I think he is. He is. Yeah. 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 Heat. 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 For me. Done. So right. that's our first round. Yeah, that's first round. Done. All right. And now we're going to top it off. Just going to ask a little uh, question here so everyone can have input in this. Um, what is your sporting, what sporting event is on your bucket list? Just one. Oh, can you have a couple? Yep. Wimbledon. Oh, Wimbledon. great one. And then Monaco F1. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm with you. Liam. I'm uh, not Liam. Kobe. I'm not enjoying your bandwagon mentality so, today. People bring up good points and I'm going to agree with them. Well, how about you have your own? Um, <laughs> uh, shitty. Corey, Come back gonna, to me. We'll, we'll yeah. go back to Kobe. Yeah, I'll, I'll, my first pick was Wimbledon, but also, you know, a game seven yeah, series yeah. in the NBA playoffs. That would be awesome. Yep. Um, but just, you know, obviously booking tickets would be hard to pick pick that game. But, yeah, the game seven in an NBA yeah, playoff series would be awesome. Special. Yep. Dylan? Yeah, I'm definitely a game of the NBA finals Yep. Um, would be up there. And I don't know. Um Oh, I, don't, I don't really have another hey. My, my now, like, I love the Wimbledon one. That was great. Yeah. I genuinely have had on my phone for the last five years my 
this exact question, my bucket list. Last five years. <laughs> and my number one, and after I say this, I think you guys will completely agree this is so cobbly. Tour de France. Get me on the yeah. side of the road, running up with the peloton, with the Aussie flag. and riders. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon by the last day, Cobbers will be in his undies <laughs> running along with a beer. Chafing so hard as well. <laughs> Walking down the final stage with my Super little Bowl? Chardonnay. Super Bowl Absolutely. Anyone? So a Super Bowl is there, yeah. but I didn't want to jump on the bandwagon. Oh wow, of everyone no, else. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll go Super Bowl. I'll yeah, put yeah Super Bowl's there. Yeah. It was there, but I've had a bit of interaction. You got a whole month in France. Yep. I think um, the Olympics would be cool as well, just to experience yep. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. wish I, that wish. Olympic Village. Mm. <laughs> I wish I saw <laughs> being in the Olympics. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I wish I saw Usain run. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely yeah. tried right. to sign up as a volunteer for Tokyo. Tried. And That's so out. you as well. That is so COVID. That is so COVID. I just, want to, I just want to be there. Yeah. So, Kobe, what is yours actually? Is it? Are we going to the Olympics for you? Yeah. 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 Um, being <laughs> gold medal match. Yep. Basketball at the yep. Olympics. That's fair. That'd be good. And America will win. Oh. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's right. No, I don't mind that. All right. What's uh? We got anything else? No, that's still? it. Uh, just time for my bake that I still oh. don't have. Ah. Oh. Nah. I've I've got one. But and this has been requested by the people, but I, I I can't actually get into it too much. Just Joel Wilkinson. Oh. So yeah. he's so. I'm not like I, I actually, said. I actually don't. This is really bad for me, but I don't know. I don't know so story. you obviously know Joel Wilkinson's had some his problems with the AFL and yep. being yep. racially vilified. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm not going to get into that. Okay. But the whole Richmond incident with the um, yep. roping of Mabir Chol. Yep. I don't know how to say his first name. That's just I love I'm him. Maybe you love him as well. Can play football. Um, bloody good. So obviously there was a lot of talk there that what he wasn't comfortable with what was happening and all that this and that. If that's true, whatever. But Joel Wilkinson has come out and said that, and he copped a lot of flack for it on Twitter <laughs> that it was due to racism that Chol was getting touched. And it's just that's just so like it's just not true like. I don't like. I get it, mate. You've got an agenda, but you're on your own heel, deal. The, the amount, <laughs> the amount of the the funny thing is the amount of photos and clips that were then posted to his tweet, yeah, showing everyone doing it to each other. Like it's not a racist thing, mate. Like get off your high horse. I'm, Come down to Swanath and see it. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's it. I'm not going to get into that too much, but and Kobe, have you got your joke? So I don't have a joke because I can't figure it out, and I'm too. <laughs> His, whole his phone's still fucking blurry. I'm too tired to figure it out. So, I've got a different route today. We've got the guest in. Yep. Goldie and Dill seem to have this friendly little Connection. relationship. Yeah. So. Teachers, happens. We're going to go a quiz. Dill is the sport fucking wizard. Yeah. Because that's all he fucking does is watch that's sport. That's actually so true. <laughs> the wizard. Sorry, sorry, Tiana. So, that's all I do. <laughs> so, I've got a little quiz. All right. Goldie v. Dill. Ooh, oh, I like this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just come up again, carrying the podcast. Oh, I hate him. I hate him so. <laughs> so, here we go. The buzzers are in. The buzzer for Galti is Galti. Yep. The buzzer for Dill is Luca. Yep. <laughs> so, here we go. Question number one. Who won the Norm Smith in 2010? Luca. Yes? Lenny Hayes. First one. There were two, isn't there? No, I wasn't. You weren't specific. Shit. Yeah. The second. He got the drawn one, didn't he? This is like Brownie's quiz on the footy show. (laughs) (laughs) And Collingwood. Don't do me like that. Okay. Sorry, did Lenny Hayes win the first one? Probably. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Second grand final in 2010. Who won the Norman Smith? Pendlebury. 1-0. (laughs) 1-0. Question number two. Dylan, no, you're not allowed to use. Oh, hey. No, I'm looking up drawn grand final. It was no, it, it was, was Lenny. It was, it was Lenny. Lenny. It was probably Lenny. You're a dog. <laughs> Dill, answer the questions properly, mate. Um, <laughs> second question: On what social media platform did Riley O'Brien post his game notes? Luca, Twitter. Yes, one one. Ooh. Shit. Is this the decider? There's two more questions. There's two more. <laughs> so we're gonna two get more. an even number. Oh, well, I was trying to find a fifth, but I can't be fucked. Question number three. Which team was Kobe Bryant originally drafted Goldie. to? Yes. The Charlotte Hornets. Oh, yes. Damn it. 2 1 to the Big Nuts. Oh, so I, can only, <laughs> I can only draw here. Oh. I've, I've got to find in trouble with question number four. Oh, no. Number four. What number did the crate man 
Callan Ames wear for Swan Districts? Goldie. Yes. 11. Oh, ah, yes. There we go. 3-1. When, when, yeah. when you get robbed, you get robbed. What can you say? Oh, I hate Dylan, so I'm fucking doing Look out. So that was the Ripper podcast. We've got another hour long one. Um, hopefully the the fans like that. Yeah, hopefully, um, yep. But yeah, thanks, uh, Goldie, for coming on and joining us. That was that was awesome. And, thanks uh, for having me, boys. My pleasure. Yep, and uh, cheers, boys. See you next Sweet. week. See hopefully, you next week. Hopefully Kobe's in a better state. See you later. Probably not. <laughs>